Hello, and welcome back to the Defiant Business Podcast. I'm your host, Ruthie Bowles, and today we have the second episode in the Entrepreneur Magazine Rejected This series. I interviewed executives at four different companies on ways that we can make our virtual workshops and calls more engaging. The first person I spoke with was Jim Kalbach over at Mural, an amazing interactive whiteboard application. You can use Mural to brainstorm, do exercises, and more all in real time. But let me tell you more about Jim. Jim is the chief evangelist over at Mural and a noted author, speaker, and instructor in experience design, strategy, and visual methods, as well as remote facilitation. How important (laughs) right now, right? A longtime member of Mural for nearly six years, his personal mission is to make imagination work possible in global organizations anywhere, anytime. Early on, Jim was instrumental in growing Mural's biggest and best customers, including IBM, SAP, Intuit, and more. In 2018, Jim co-authored Mural's Guide to Remote Meetings, facilitating remote workshops. He is also the published author of Designing Web Innovation, Mapping Experiences, and Focusing on the Role of Visualizations in Strategy and Innovation, and the Jobs to be Done Playbook, offering techniques organizations can use to turn market insight into action. More recently, Jim co-founded the JTBD Toolkit, an online learning platform on the topics of jobs to be done. So let's go ahead and listen in. Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Defiant Business Podcast, and I'm your host, Ruthie Bowles, founder of Defy the Status Quo, a branding and marketing consultancy. This podcast is for the business owners and professionals who have seen the status quo in their industry and are ready to do things differently. We're here for the contrarians, mavericks, and rebels. On the Defiant Business Podcast, we'll talk about marketing, sales, client and customer experiences, finances, and amazing entrepreneur journeys that show that none of us are alone. Thank you for joining me. I would kind of like to start, and I don't know how much of this is in um, your purview, Jim, in terms of what you, how long you've been with the company and everything and, and what you would know about it. But can you tell me where the inspiration for Mural came from? Originally, yeah. So I'm not a co-founder, but I was employee number 12. Actually, just about an hour ago, I found this old picture of me with the co-founders in 2015. So I kind of, I kind of uh, filled out their, their, their team there. But originally, all the way back at the beginning, um, the founders had a gaming company. They were from Buenos Aires, and that gaming company got bought by Disney. Yay! That's you know good, good plan, right? Yeah. Yeah. But then they found themselves collaborating between Buenos Aires and Los Angeles. And they realized that when they were presenting their ideas, which were collaborative and open, open for discussion in PowerPoint, as soon as you put something as a bullet point in PowerPoint, it looks like a decision. People fold their arms and lean back. And what they wanted, so they actually created Mural to solve their own problem. What they wanted was, this isn't done yet. We need input. And we want to work on this. We want to workshop this together. So the medium is the message, right? So they they made it originally for themselves because PowerPoint was the decision-making lean out and Mural was designed to be, you know, to show that collaborative nature and to make you Participate, lean in. Participate, lean in, grab your mouse and lean in. Yeah. Okay. 
That's wonderful. I think there's a lot of application for it, just like across the board. Okay. So in terms of what you understand kind of about the, you know, the experience and the way that people use Mural now, how do you think that, you know, people who are giving these online workshops or like even like smaller events where they're kind of presenting, how can they use Mural to increase engagement during these workshops? Yeah, sure. I mean, it it depends on the nature of the session. Uh, When you say workshop in particular, what that means to me is a small group of people, 5, 12, maybe even 24, and the, you know, people or could even be a little bit more. Once you start getting into 50, 100 people, uh, it's not a workshop anymore, you're broadcasting. Right. So when I hear the word, yeah, when I hear the word workshop, I think of a slightly more extended session, usually Mm -hmm. longer than an hour, but it's hands on, Mm -hmm. right? It's hands on. And so I see, I see Mural as a missing link, right? Because it doesn't have audio and video. It doesn't allow us to do this, right? But what it would allow us to do is actually have a visual conversation and for people to participate and contribute, even if they're not talking. So there's a kind of a duality of modes there. There's the audio, the video, you might have a chat. But then Mural complements that in a very, very unique way that as a workshop participant, and even as an instructor for that matter, the engagement that you can have is exponentially higher. And we we're able to we're able to run four hour workshops remotely, no problem, and keep people's attention, you know, the whole time because they're grabbing their mouse and leaning in. And we structure the mural in advance, so we can actually we can actually pour out our, our agenda. Our curriculum is 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 represented visually in a mural canvas, right? So you know, as a participant, you'd come in and is okay. We're going to start here and we're going to end there, and there's blank space for me to fill out. And I do that alone or heads down, or in a plenary with everybody, or in a breakout group, and then come compare. But it then becomes the place where more than one people, one person can be collaborating, you know, through the cloud, but collaborating visually. And you you have that, you have that engagement that you wouldn't get without Mural. If without Mural, it would be one at a time. And as you know, in Zoom, everybody talks over each other and, you know, nobody gets a chance to speak and that kind of thing. I don't have to wait for for a chance to speak. I can just type my note on my thoughts on a sticky note or bring an icon out and that kind of thing. Plus, because Mural is color and shapes and images, we have icons video, I mean, not video, images, well, you can upload a video, I mean, you can put a video in there, a link, and things like that. It's also rich in multimedia. So you're able to express yourself and comment in ways that you might not have even been able to in the offline world. Uh, It's interesting, you mentioned, you know, kind of going back to whatever the new normal is going to be. I think there's always going to be a remote component there that, you know, people have kind of figured out working from home is kind of cool. I've done that for almost 20 years in my career. So I, I can't imagine working in an office, by the way. I don't know how people get work done in an office. It's like an interruption factory in an office, is it? You know what I mean? So yeah. uh, when we go back to the new normal, there are going to be people. So now you got to figure out how do I do that? How do I do my workshop or working session or strategy, whatever that interactive session needs to be, collaboration with your work colleagues, whatever that is, we're going to need to figure out how to do that remotely and digitally as well too, right? So yeah. I, think, I think people are learning all these benefits and it's going to stick. I agree. I don't think you're wrong. I will say I kind of <laughs> wish I had an office to go to, but I've got four little kids. So. Oh, there you go. Yeah. That's <laughs> I think people still wonder how I get work done. <laughs> there you go. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I mean, it, it sounds so I actually stumbled across Mural because of a an article. So I guess that's up Leah's alley. But I read an article mm-hmm. about Mural's pending Zoom integration. Yeah. And so I was like, huh, something yeah. that's cool is going to integrate with Zoom. And I'm, you know, I'm a little zoomed out these days. So yeah, I'm like, right, let me go yeah. check it out. And that's how I ended up on the mural gotcha. website. And then yeah. here we are. So yeah. talk about attribution. 
Great. Um, yeah. No, no, that's good. Yeah. I mean, I, I like to think, and I mentioned this too, you know, Mural is the missing link. And that kind of implies, well, there's an ecosystem of tools and there is, uh, I call it the di- digitally defined workspace that, you know, we, we go to an office and you have the kitchen and the work and, you know, and the meeting rooms and your desk. And when you're, when you're working remotely, that space where people collaborate is defined digitally, Zoom. And then I mentioned chat, you have Slack, you probably have a shared drive, shared calendars and emails and things like that. It's like, do we really need another tool? And I'm like, yeah, because none of those do what Mural does in the way that I just described, that visual, real-time participation that's engaging and fun. It's fun. You know what I mean? And I don't mean fun like hot, you know, like being in a comedy club fun, but fun like serious play. You know what I mean? It's it's yeah. it's about imagination, it's about innovation and creativity and things like that. You can't be creative inside of, you know, Microsoft Outlook or Zoom, you know, things like that. So Mural is really about that. It's a missing, I see it a missing link. You need you need all those other things. And it's a missing link that brings in creativity and imagination. So now with Zoom, it's not all in one platform. It's still two separate tools. Right. But we can bring that digitally defined workplace just a little closer together. I love that. Okay. And I did not necessarily get to see this while I was playing with it. But is there any type of data in terms of like a tracking? I know that you can track like like changes in yeah. a specific mural, yeah. mural, but for the person who would be doing like an online workshop, is yeah. there any uh, maybe specific metrics that you would recommend that they look at? There's not too too much right now for uh, a facilitator of a workshop to kind of go back and look at the session. I mean, that's what I, I do a lot of workshops. And what I would want to know is who participated, who was most engaged, who added what content and some metrics like that as well too. Because I mean, one of the advantages of being a digital whiteboard and not a physical whiteboard is we can do a lot more with things like data, right? So why, why not expose some more of that? We do have some concepts though. It's, it's, in, it's in our near-term roadmap to have a facilitator view into a session. So you, you, know, you just collaborated for two hours. And then you'd be able to look at that and who was there and who contributed and, you know, leaderboards and all all kinds of things as well, too. Okay, that's that's really exciting because I'm thinking also for those consultants or coaches who come into other companies and they're paid to give those workshops. Right. Versus maybe running a paid workshop on their own. It may those metrics may contribute to them being able to, you know, further prove ROI. Right. Totally. Totally. Yeah. So and I would want to do it personally to improve my workshops. You know, that would be, help me right. be a better yes. facilitator. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. So that's the, so a workshop improvement, but then also that, that ROI yeah. piece in terms of when they're yeah. working on their case studies and talking right. to exactly. their clients. Fantastic. So I'm not, I'm not against in-person collaboration, even though I just took a little jab at office spaces and I've flown around the world, literally to Sydney and stuff like that to hold, you know, in, in-person workshops. But I, I think it's, I think we need to think about things as a continuum of, Sometimes we're in person, sometimes half of us are in person, half of us aren't, and sometimes we're all remote. And it's that latter half of that continuum, I think, through the pandemic, we all kind of learned, oh, actually, this is really important. My, the point that I always make is if you think digitally from the beginning, in other words, don't think, oh, we're all here together. Let's put up a poster and use markers and sticky notes. Because the instant that you do that, you lock everybody else out who's not there into that information. So thinking, I call we call it digital first mindset. But I also believe there are things that you can do digitally that you just can't do with physical you know, interaction, like what we just said, metrics on who, who contributed you know, what, or linking data and, and sources together, or 
putting a video into my brainstorming session. I mean, it, it sounds kind of weird, but it's like, hey, we're going to brainstorm, but you can add a video there. Like you can't do that offline either. So yeah. my hope is, my hope is that obviously we'll go back to the office and we'll still do in-person workshops and stuff, but people will be like, why would I pick up a sticky note and a Sharpie when I can just, I, I got this big touch screen behind me. I also believe every screen is going to be a touch screen eventually. I got this big touch screen behind me. Let me just fire up Mural and then guess what? When we're done, I don't have to take photos and type up sticky notes. I just close my laptop and then we open it again and we continue, continue on, right? So right. thinking digitally for me is also about momentum, keeping creative momentum to, uh, going. Yeah. Well, and then also considering if you're a participant, right, in a workshop, right? Like the facilitator could even send, hey, like I'm going to save this yep. and export it as a PDF for you. So yep. again, not taking those cell phone yep. pictures, but then also right. preserving it in a way that still kind of maintains some of that interactivity. Yes, um, right. Right. And yeah, it just keeps it in a more permanent fashion. Yeah. Right? Also people who weren't a participant, that's a key thing. That True, when, you do yes, a workshop, yes. when you do a workshop, your goal is not to have just finished the workshop. It's, oh, we have a decision that I have to take into another document or to another person as well too. And you can put that as a bullet point in a, in a PowerPoint slide, but then it doesn't reflect all the creativity and, and, and all of the energy of the room. And by having that digital record now, and we're seeing this with our customers, by the way, I'm, I'm talking about, you know, things that actually we actually see with our customers, that by showing that then back to the stakeholders, they say, oh, you guys put a lot of thought into it. Oh, I can see how hard this was and how creative you guys were. And then you show them the bullet point, which is the, you know, the final decision, but you can actually kind of show the buildup of, of that as well too, and have a permanent record of it that you can actually walk people through. We've heard that a lot as well too. It's like, oh, so-and-so couldn't make the workshop but I walked them through it and that, that's hard to do. When, exactly. Totally. But you know, if you put it on a whiteboard in an office, you know, first of all, if the cleaning crew doesn't erase it overnight, right. Do not erase. You ever put a do not erase on a whiteboard. Yes. Um, right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's a permanent portable digital works workplace that has all that visual creative uh, collaboration that you can imagine. Why wouldn't people catch on to the benefit of that in the long run? And even when we get back to the office, continue working digitally. Right. Absolutely. Well, I mean, we pretty much covered everything I wanted to go over. We got, you know, kind of what inspired the creation of Mural, how coaches and consultants can use it for workshops. But I also really enjoyed this piece here, kind of looking towards the future, you know, whatever our new normal is going to be. And that's definitely the type of content that entrepreneurs have been asking for lately because they're trying to make yeah. things more evergreen. Mm -hmm. And that I think mm -hmm. is going to be a piece as everyone kind of navigates. Yeah these strange waters, yeah. especially with the spread out workspace, right? Like with employees all over the place, some states yeah. are ahead or behind or whatever in terms of how, Agree. Yeah. And some companies have well already declared that some companies have already said, yeah, we're going to stay half remote or all remote even after the pandemic is yeah, over. Yeah. I've, seen, one, I've one, seen that more in the bigger companies, it feels yeah, like. like. Facebook, I think, declared that already. And I think it's Google like the, as yeah. well. Or yeah. It's like the pandemic's not even over and they're like, screw this. We're all going to, we're going to let everybody work from home if they want. You yeah. Know, yeah. I wonder, they can I function, just, yeah. I'm wondering if that's going to somehow impact the construction industry. If big companies are going to need those big buildings and those, those office, office space. I think less. office space. I, I think these big companies are holding on to their office buildings and they probably will for another six months or years. But I think office spaces as an industry is going to be a disaster. That's one of my predictions. Right. Yeah. Like it's, it's going to start to like, yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. We haven't seen it yet. Bit. Yeah, we haven't yeah, seen it Yeah, because that's such a long purchase yeah. cycle, you know, right? Like they start yeah. a project and it takes them 18 months, right. two years to right. finish. And then the leases and things are also super long. You know, you have multi-year leases and all that kind of stuff as well. Too. One, one other just uh, interesting dimension in all of this that we were talking about, workshops and engagement, is kind of a, a consultant client relationship. Because when you mentioned entrepreneurs, I was thinking of, you know, pitching to an investor or working, if you're a consultant, working with a client. And the one thing that we've been seeing through the pandemic, and even before that as well, too, is that Mural is not just, it's not just a workshop tool. It's actually a way to differentiate yourself and to engage your client in a new way, maybe even better than you used to do offline, but to engage clients as well, too. So we're seeing these co- client consultant client relationships kind of being reinvented as well too which has yeah. unique flavors to it yeah i'm i'm toying with it for that purpose myself actually because yeah. i design oh yeah there uh, you go right yeah, yeah. i design yeah. marketing strategies so i'm, okay. I'm looking right. at it yeah. myself in terms of yeah. walking the client through and kind of understanding where yeah. they're at right. and where they want to be and right. putting that visually on the board like this exactly. is where you are yeah. This is where you want right. to be. Look at that gap. Yep. You know. Totally. So. I mean, we've we've actually been talking to sales teams that use Miro for that for in that way to get a discovery. And by showing the 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 potential buyer what you're writing down about what they're saying, they're they're actually saying they're getting better discoveries and less churn as well too, because they'll correct you. Say no, 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 right, no I yes. didn't mean that thing, right? And then you get this really good discovery. The next step of that, and we have some some teams at SAP, for instance, sales teams, they're actually inviting the prospect into the canvas and they're doing it together. They're not just showing it like on a shared screen. They're like, here, why don't you do your own discovery and write your own thoughts down there? And and that's really different. So imagine you're a prospect and that's the first contact you have with a company. Right. Yes. Very. Yeah, I want to work with these guys. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't I want to work with these guys? Yeah. So we're actually our, our consultants. We work with a lot of consultants. They're actually telling us in the pandemic, but even before, but particularly in the pan- pandemic, Mural is a differentiator for them, that they're winning and keeping clients because they're able to engage them uh, in ways that you can over, over the Zoom call. Right. Okay, well, that definitely encourages me to play with it more. Okay, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We have a mural consultants network and for particularly for smaller firms or individuals that we we will uh, give a, a free but limited workspace. You get 10 members and 25 guests. We have different statuses of users and basically, yeah, you can just apply there at at that at that link. What I would recommend doing is actually start a free trial for yourself and call and name it something like the name of your business. And then what we do is we actually convert that free trial into this free workspace. I mean, that's basically it. And when you do sign up, there'll, there'll be a welcome package and things like that. And we have some special events and content specifically for consultants uh, and things like that. If you do sign up, let me know and I can, I can put you to the front of the line. It, does take, it takes a while before they get to all the requests. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. I will definitely yeah. take a look at that. And thank you so much again yeah. for this. Thanks, Ruthie. Have a great okay. day. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, please share it with others and post about it on social media. To link up with other Defiant businesses, join my Facebook group, the Defiant Business Group. The link is in the episode description. Thank you so much, and I will see you next time.